great to see you again. My name is Adam, and we had the fantastic opportunity to talk to Des Money over Zoom video. Des was obviously born into a musical family. His dad is the legend, Eddie Money. So Des talks to us about his earliest memories of music. He started off on the drums. His dad's drummer was just such a cool guy and just really good with all the kids. And he just took a liking to him and what he was doing on drums. So that's really what drove Des to wanting to play drums. So he did that for a while. And as life goes, he started picking up different instruments, eventually landing on the guitar. And it wasn't until he was about 19 years old, I think, when he wrote his first song, recorded it, and then showed it to his dad. His dad listened to it there in the car, or he burned it on a CD, put it in a CD player, and his dad was just blown away by how great it was and so supportive of Dez and his career. Dez's brother's a drummer, his sister's a singer, and they all had a chance to perform with, with their dad as his band for a while. Going on tour with him, he talks about opening up for his dad and then playing with his dad uh, with his own solo stuff. He talks briefly about the reality show that they were all on putting out his first record, Take Me Down, getting signed to Universal Music and releasing the Blue Record, and all about what he's been up to since quarantine, just writing a ton of songs. I guess he's got like two records worth of material. Uh, the most recent stuff he's released is Lost and Trippin' and a new song called Give Me All You Got. You can watch the interview with Des Money on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Des Money. Cool. Well, I can't wait to hear your story. This podcast is about you, your journey in music, and of course, the new record you have coming out. Can't wait to talk to you about that as well. Cool. Right on. Sweet. Um, obviously, I know your, your dad was a very famous musician, um, but I don't want to assume that that's how you got into music, but I'd love to hear about how, where were you born and raised and how did you get into music right away? Uh, well, I was, uh, I got into music really early on. Like my, one of my first memories, I was in a drum lesson. So I was kind of like thrown right into it. Okay. And uh, it was just something I always loved because, you know, I saw my dad doing it and I got to see, you know, the reactions of, of all the fans and everything. And, it was always cool to see uh, when I was when I was able to f uh, finally able to tour with my dad, just like the way he gets the crowd going and stuff like that. And there's so much stuff that I learned on the road mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have been able to learn um, otherwise, because we were doing our own local shows and stuff like that um, when we first started off uh, with my band. But um, there's only so much you can learn before going on tour, because you, when you're on tour, it's a whole nother world, you know? Oh, sure. And so, um, yeah, he taught me so much uh, just from being on the road with him over the years and yeah, really lucky to be able to have that. That's really cool. Were you born and raised in Northern California or Mike? Uh, yeah, Southern California. Oh, yeah, Southern I'm, California. I'm in Malibu right now. Yeah, born and uh, raised. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Was was your was your dad from Northern California? I swear, because I lived up in the Bay Area for like five years, and people were. He was like from East Bay. He's from, or? He's from Brooklyn, but um, he he got discovered in uh norcal yeah so oh, okay that's where the connection was because people would always be like oh eddie money lived right there and i'm like oh like i think it was um because i used to take the bart from my house in east bay across to get to work in san francisco okay and that was like i forgot the town arinda maybe was that arinda that where he's from okay cool okay yeah he's big on the bay area and we got a lot of friends up there and everything and uh you know, we're, we're big like Raider fans and everything like that, too. So, <laughs> well, yeah. then you got both ties, I guess, Southern California yeah, and, and when they moved to Oakland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. 
Rat, yeah. so you were born and raised in Malibu then? Yeah, yeah. I grew up out here and, uh, you know, I, I uh, with my family and everything, we we're always jamming together. And so when it came time to put the band together, it was pretty easy. You know, I had my little brother on drums and my sister sings with us as well. So, you know, we, we keep it in the family. and we have Oh, family. that's rad. I didn't realize it's a whole family affair. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's super yeah, cool. We toured with my dad and like we were singing his songs and I, I got the opportunity to open up with my band. And so, uh, yeah, we got thrown right into the fire. So it was great that's special, man. That must have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's um, so rad. So your earliest yeah, memory was playing drums in a drum line. Is that what you said? Uh, just like in a drum lesson with my dad. Oh, in a drum lesson. With okay. My dad's drummer, Johnny Snyder. Like he, he was such a nice guy. So, you know, um, I was always like, dang, I want to be like Johnny because he was so cool and like really nice guy. And um, just very friendly and good with the kids. So it's like it was so impressionable for me as a kid to just um, see somebody that was just like so open to teaching about mm -hmm. music and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just. Loved it right from the start. And uh, yeah, still love it. Did you, did you start off playing drums? Or did you continue with drums? Yeah, I started off on the drums and then, you know, kind of picked up instruments along the way and just uh, was always, you know, loving just different instruments and stuff. Cause like, you know, you can get something different out of, out of all the different instruments. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, with the drums, it was like, that was like my first love really. And uh, I was always just going home after school and playing the drums for like hours every day. And then uh, it came to a time where like I had to write, you know, I just like uh, pro progressed into like wanting to write songs. And I, mm -hmm. I realized that I needed to like start learning, you know, chord structures and stuff like that if I wanted to become a serious songwriter. So I got in the guitar and, the, and piano as well. And mm -hmm. actually bass is why I started playing bass. Um, that's why I like your Blink-22 poster. I started playing bass because Mark Hoppus was like a huge instrument oh, to me. That's so cool. Yeah, in middle school, I was like a huge Blink-22 fan. So I learned all of the Travis Barker songs on the drums and stuff like that. And wow. Bills and stuff like that. And Mark was a huge inspiration to me as well. So that's yeah, awesome. I'm actually from I grew up in outside of Poway where they where the band oh, cool. kind of formed and like the sombreros that we used to go to as you know kids in high school was the one that they like sing about. And, you know, that was the one that they were like closest to. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. on that second record so it's funny even now when you go they have expanded um since then it used to be a really small and then they bought kind of the next building over and it really expanded it but the bathroom used to be on the side of the register and people would go in there and like when they like enema the state came out and they blew up people were going in there yeah. and like writing all these love notes to them like i love you travis and blah 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 mm -hmm. and tom and when they expanded the sombreros the bathroom moved but they they preserved the door like the the sombreros did, so they took the door and moved it. So they they, uh, they kind of started a new tradition in the next bathroom, but like the original the original writings that were on that wall. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I talked to I interviewed Ben from the band Neck Deep, and he was like, "Dude, we went there and we I signed that wall." Like <laughs> like it's just funny to hear certain <laughs> people that grew up wall. loving Blink and like as myself, like they were like the hometown hero. Yeah. And the only the first time and like really only time I ever used a fake ID was to get in to see American Pie because oh, Blink yeah. One Eighty Two were in the movie, and it was like, "Oh yeah. my God, they're in the movie!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that you grew up on on that too. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool. They actually filmed um that uh josie music video at the local high school around where i live at westlake high school really yeah it was like something that you know it was kind of another like local hero kind of thing sure know? that's it's right where they're where he's doing the track when they're running around the track yeah 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 that's, that's, that's the track. yeah westlake. That's, that's so funny high school my sister and everything so yeah that's so cool that's amazing <laughs> yeah, so what 
<laughs> I love that. When did you start playing or when not playing, but when did you start writing music? How old were you? Uh, I started writing music. I was always kind of like writing and uh, more so in high school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't start really like uh, taking it seriously and putting it into like song structures until I was like maybe like 19 years old. Okay. And so when I showed my dad, he was kind of surprised. He thought I was just, you know, used to just being kind of the quiet drummer in the back, just chilling, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I, I decided to just go for it, you know, because I always wanted to sing and I always wanted to like impact people the way my dad did with music. And so. I just decided one day to just go for it, you know, and uh, yeah, the, it's uh, it's been a great time ever since. And it's, it's always it's always cool because there's always something new to learn. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the best part about music for me is it's like constantly learning and just always something new. Sure. For me. So, yeah, that's so cool. What was it? Um, were you kind of intimidated to show them your, your songs at that age or was it like uh, yeah, didn't really bit, matter? Sure. I, I didn't know how he was going to react and he would let me know if there was something. You know, if it wasn't that good or something in the wrong way or something like that or like maybe if you didn't know what i was saying or something like that he would tell me for sure but That's um funny. yeah he was like surprised i think because i showed him in the car i remember and then he starts kind of messing with like the air conditioning and all this like different stuff and like starts kind of like fiddling with different stuff and i'm like all right you know i think uh, i think he likes it you know because he seemed kind of surprised you know so and then after that it was always cool because when we were on the on tour he would talk about how he's like handing the torch or passing the torch down and everything. And that's uh, yeah, he just loved that. Uh, I was working so hard and, uh, and that's something that I still continue to do is just try to make him proud and work that's as hard awesome. as I can and, you know, uh, keep it fresh and learning something new every day with it. So, yeah, I love that. I, I really do. And it's like such a thing. And I, and I don't, I'm not trying to insult you, but like people, you know, to kind of say, Oh, well, you know, his dad was really huge. That's why he is that way. And it's like, I mean, I've interviewed other children I mean, of famous musicians like uh, Sophie Simmons. And, you know, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head the, the uh, you got from Wu-Tang's kid. And like, it's like the cool. same thing that I always tell them, like, well, if you aren't talented, nobody would resonate with your songs, you know, I'm like, yeah, 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 so what? Like, and it's not like you didn't do any hard work. It's like you're still working your ass off constantly right. and writing and working and working until you get to where you are now. It's not like you woke yeah. up and were like, here's a hit. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people tend to think that it, it's kind of an easy path, but that's okay. Like uh, when, when they hear the music, they understand like, cause that's, what's cool about music is like, it speaks for itself. So if the sure. music's then like, yeah, then there you go. But um, I, I hope to think that they uh, resonate with my music as well. And of course they, they do. I mean, or they wouldn't be, or you wouldn't have the success you did. Right. I mean, right. that's uh, my opinion at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's always, there's always going to be, haters out there looking for like an excuse for sure. why you're doing what you're doing but i'm just uh happy to be doing it and yeah, uh, whoever loves it that's cool with me whoever doesn't like it that's cool with me too <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. so did you have bands prior to the writing songs like were you you said you're a drummer were you in like high school bands at all or yeah i was actually in like a bunch of like metal bands <laughs> so oh, that's cool because i was drumming for so long that i was kind of you know, I did all the Blink-182, Travis Barker stuff in like middle school. And then I was kind of like, what's next? And so as a drummer, you're like, all right, do I go faster? Or do I learn more? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like the next step is like metal almost because it's just like the yeah. fastest, hardest, probably stuff to play, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. And so then I got into that. And then after that, I don't know, I kind of was just like maxed out on drumming. And I, I still love metal and all sorts of different types of music. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it definitely helped me like learn just like certain patterns and um that's the thing with music it's it's kind of like 
putting a sonic puzzle together. So just mm-hmm. like all different genres that I listen to, like help me with putting everything together. So that's amazing. Yeah, I was really happy that I was able to have that as well. Sure. We when you like one or two shows in, in this. Oh, season. really? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> we had one band that had two screamers one of them was like doing the inhales and the other one's doing the exhales and at that moment i was like okay maybe i should try to figure something else out <laughs> yeah, band has like, that was it for you <laughs> yeah, that's like, funny but yeah we had a lot of fun that's cool so once you started writing songs and you know you showed your dad that one song and when did it get to the point when he was like you know i think you you're good enough to to open to play a show with me or open up for me. Was that a while uh, down the road? Kind of right away. I mean, he was always wanting us to uh, play in a band with him. And this, OK, and like that's why Yeah, I think that's kind of why he pushed us into doing music at first. Like he he just wanted us to like he loved music so much and he wanted us to have that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy that he did push us into doing it because, yeah, I mean, music's the greatest thing for me, so. Sure. Um, I love it. So. And you said you play with your, your siblings as well? Yeah, yeah. My little brother, Julian, he's actually in the uh, upcoming music uh, music video that we got coming out called uh, Give Me All You Got. Oh, uh, he's cool. For that. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's another kid where it was like his first memory is just on the drums. And we just grew up around like listening to Travis Barker and stuff like that. And uh-huh. always drumming in the garage. So. Yeah. So, so he's on your is he on the record to, too? Has he been on yeah, your yeah. other records? Yeah, he's he's uh, been in all, all the records so far. And sometimes I play the drums on it. And sometimes I'll like depending on the record, you know, sometimes I'll put like an 808 for the drums or something like okay. that. Uh-huh. Song, I, I switch it up. Sometimes I do rock. Sometimes I do like more pop kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we switch it up. And uh, yeah, Julian's a great drummer. I think he's a better drummer than me. But, um, <laughs> he, you know, we both kind of like. If people want us to be like competing of who's a better drummer, but oh, of course, we try to give it to the other one, you know, because <laughs> it's like we both been playing our whole lives. So it's kind of, yeah, we, we just love it, you know. And as you said, your sister is also also a musician. Yeah, yeah. She's a singer. Um, she actually taught me how to sing when I was just like a little kid. Really? Um, so that's kind of uh, and, you know, she learned from my dad and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I was always kind of like shy and I used to be in the drummer in the back. And so. Uh, one day Jess was just like, hey, you know, come sing this. Uh, I think it was At Last by Etta James. And uh, we just kind of started going for it because my sister, you know, is big on like the soulful kind of music and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that kind of got us into that as well. And learning how to like, you know, um, sing with your diaphragm and, you know, really push everything out. And uh, yeah. Connect. Did you, were you in like chorus or anything in high school or? No. no. Oh, okay. I was kind of like low key about the singing until I, until I showed them the music. Um, really? I, I don't sing at home or any of that kind of stuff. I just, uh, I only sing when I really have to pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> did I'm you record? Did I'm you... singing live. Okay. Yeah. So did you record it? Like, tell me about, the, you know, rec- putting this first song together that you showed your dad. Was it something that you were like recording in your bedroom on like a laptop or like how did you get the song together to show it to him um this one i worked with my my friend ty stevens who i he's the engineer on all my stuff uh, oh so okay i used to go to his house and he kind of like taught me how to do all this stuff with producing and so on the first record i was just going to ty's house and really like absorbing it because that was kind of i didn't go to college so that was kind of my college experience was just like right. being in doing the studio it right <laughs> and just really like you know being like a sponge, you know, and trying mm-hmm. to 
learn as much as I could. And okay. uh, yeah, I, I did it at his house and then uh, came back and it was, he like printed me like a CD and then I put it in my dad's CD player and in the car and he's like, whoa, <laughs> he enjoyed so, it. So yeah, it was rad. cool. That was a cool moment for me. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And then you go on tour, You're, you go on tour with him. I'm obviously it's like a family, right? That's kind of cool. Yeah. And was yeah, it, were, yeah. did you have earlier memories of that prior to playing with him? Yeah, I remember when I was like a little kid, I wanted to be on the drums in his band, but uh, I was like too young to understand that it was, I probably was too young to learn the songs or whatever. Right. Three or four years old. And I was like, why can't I be on the drums? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it's because, you know, you, you got to learn how to play them. But uh, yeah, you know, once I, you know, got older, it was really cool because I was able to take everything I learned throughout the years and really finally get back out, get out there on the road with my dad and like, you know, prove that I was uh, worthy of being up there. Cause a lot of people were kind of like talking trash and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, his kids are in the band. He should have his real band out there. And then they got to see us play with them. And then they really understood how good we sounded live, especially the harmonies. Cause there's this thing called blood harmony where when you sing it, when you sing with your family, um, the, the voices just go together like naturally the way really that, yeah so it's like when me my sister and my dad were singing together it was just like these crazy harmonies i and, love uh, i've never heard that before blood harmonies yeah yeah so yeah it was uh it was really special and even like joan jett we, we played one of our first shows was, was with joan jett wow and i'm kind of nervous because she's such a legend you know and so mm -hmm. But uh, we were opening up and I looked to the side of the stage and I saw Joan Jett just checking us out. And then she told my dad, these are the best harmonies you've had live since I've seen you. And so that wow. was like a huge compliment. And that that kept us going because there's so many people talking trash and like, right. When you have someone like Joan Jett that's got your back. It's like just gives you the fire to go. And oh, sure. Going, like, sticking it validate to like, hey, like, yeah, this yeah. Is, we should be doing this. Yeah, and that was where I was kind of going. I, like, like I said, I wasn't trying to insult you earlier with, oh, with no, that. Totally. Like people like, you yeah, know, just talking trash on you being like, oh, it's because and it's like, really? Come on now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we get it a lot. And so it's just kind of like comes with the territory, you know? It's sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Once they understand who we are and like what we do, then they kind of understand. I mean, it's it's like it's understandable why they could make that assumption. But um yeah, we prove them wrong every time. So I right, it. exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. It's kind of like not like an underdog type of thing, but like you know, it gives us kind of a chip on our shoulder. Yeah, and it's not like it's again. It's not only is it in your blood, but it's something that you've worked at and you've been around and you've been exposed to. You've been doing your entire life, so right. Exactly. Obviously, you've put the work in, and then if the product wasn't there, then nobody would care. But right, exactly. I I, th I always think of it like if my dad was like a chef. And like, we just grew up in the kitchen, you know, and it's like, we'd obviously be pretty good at cooking at that point. We just, right. it, you know, well, it's like, look at like so, LeBron James, his kid is going to be probably better than him at basketball. And it's like, yeah, because Bronny, he so grew up, he grew up around it. And it's like, yeah. all he knows is playing basketball and he's has LeBron James DNA. So he's right. like already going to be good. They have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, kids players that are in like Kobe, for example, as yeah. well. But the thing with Kobe is like he just studied so hard and he was just always working where it was just undeniable, you know? Sure. And that's kind of what we try to do, just like where we just put so much work into it where it's just kind of like there's no question at that point. And, mm -hmm. you know, but and I think yeah. with musicians, like it's almost like somebody it's not look. I don't know. It's weird. It's like almost not looked at the same way as like an athlete, like or 
there's no like stats it's all like subjective <laughs> right right it's like oh well you anyone can sing it's like can they <laughs> like, yeah. it's like auto-tune it it's like eh, eh, you know yeah sound no, no. a certain way sure <laughs> okay yeah. well so you that's cool so you were you playing so we'll talk to me about a little bit. So you were playing with, with your dad, your, your, you and your siblings played with him as his band. And then you also opened for him as just Des money and your yeah, solo yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. that was, that must've been a pretty, that's a kind of a lot of work, right. On a night coming out there by yeah, yourself uh, and then coming back out there again. And yeah, we loved it. I mean, honestly, it didn't feel like all this time was passed because I think we'd be on stage for like maybe two, three hours sometimes. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, you know, sometimes it would just fly by. And then, you know, my dad would always love telling jokes on stage and stuff like that. And we learned how to have fun with the crowd. Cause when I was first going out, I'm more of kind of like a low key kind of guy. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, he loves telling jokes with the crowd and all that, but I was more so kind of just like, all right, I only have 45 minutes to play. I'm trying to cram as many songs as I can. Yeah, Here's my songs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just certain things we learned on the road. Like the first, one of our, or like our second show was like our hometown gig where like everybody that we know and their mothers are there and everything. <laughs> and then something happened with like the mic. Oh, it was a wireless mic. So I don't use wireless mics anymore after this, but it was a wireless mic and like the battery died right before our first song. So I go up to sing and there's like, nothing, nothing. and then there's like a bunch of feedback suddenly that started happening and that was just like whoa and it was our first song <sighs> and uh for some reason i started with the ballad i'm never doing that again that's what i there's a lot of things we learned from that we learned like, don't ever start with a ballad but um yeah and don't use battery again yeah and then um yeah after that it was kind of like once you get kind of thrown into the fire like that everything else is kind of like whatever you know it's like mm. we were kind of shy going on stage at first but then after that happened we were like all right the worst but, happened sure. <laughs> i'm a rock you know yeah but, you must have been coming out to some pretty massive crowds i would assume right like, yeah if yeah you're opening up for him at least yeah for sure and i found actually like i i tend to think that the smaller crowds kind of tend to be a little bit more uh intimidating sometimes but it's really? like the smaller rooms because you can kind of like feel the room a little bit more you can see every with the big crowd it's kind of like i'm just so zoned into uh it's just like a mob of people <laughs> yeah you know what i mean and it's kind of just like all right here we go let's do this thing uh -huh. but with the smaller crowds it could be kind of like I, that's why i like both types of shows you know is uh you get a certain type of energy from both of them so totally totally yeah. so you put a record out it will take me down as your first album full album that came out yeah. like yeah. five six years ago or so yeah. okay yeah and then that was when we toured with for a while and like my dad was always uh there's a certain couple songs that he liked off of that one that that's he cool because um i was kind of doing more so like slow to mid tempo type songs on that first record and there's a couple of like faster ones and stuff like that mm -hmm. but the faster ones are the ones we played live the most for sure because it was like you know he was just trying to get the people going like right blades of glory you know? oh did he help did he did you guys play he played with you on your own song sometimes too yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes he cool. play like saxophone live with us. Rad. Yeah, one show he did it right before the show. He's like, "All right, let's uh, learn the song together." And I was like, "Dad, we've never rehearsed this. <laughs> like, you're just gonna get up there and play it." He's like, "We got this. Let's go." He's like, "I'm a pro. Don't and worry about it." it. <laughs> I was kind of freaking out before it happened, but you know, it's one of those things. You know, with with uh, with the show, it's like you just kind of let it roll and have fun, and you know. 
as long as you look like you're having fun up there, no one can tell that there's really anything going on behind the sure, scenes. You know sure. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a chance to write with him? Like so your songs with him or kind of build songs with him at all or um, a little bit, uh, not too much, not as much mm-hmm. as I had wanted to, but, uh, okay. you know, we actually did the real money theme song together for our TV show. No, did you really? So, yeah. I produced that one. And then I, I had Jess on the vocals and she's like, what should we sing for the theme song? And I was like, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Just <laughs> lyrics in the whole song is real money. Right. Uh, right. Dad's on the saxophone and the, cause he heard the song. He's like, it needs a sax solo. I was like, all right, dad, get on it. Of course <laughs> <Yeah>. it does. <laughs> yeah. We have fun doing that. And yeah. It's that like, must have, was it strange being in like a reality show like that? Like kind of intrusive, I would imagine. Yeah. At first it was kind of weird, you know, cause there's just like people coming in the house with these huge like cameras every day. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like, all right, good morning. You know, <laughs> just getting yeah. my like, cup of tea or whatever. And, uh, but yeah, you get used to it, especially because the people were really cool. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the only thing is like we had no control over the editing. So of course, right? Like, Their producers I, are gonna, I wonder spin. How it's gonna look. But the the episodes ended up turning out great, so we were happy with it. That's good. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know what they're gonna do. It's yeah, I guess like, may, you kind of okay. had maybe not had mo- not control, but they probably didn't want to shine a certain. I mean, because they can make anyone look to be a villain, correct? You know what I mean? They can just take any piece of what you say and then kind of move it around and flop it around and like. Yeah. Well, that's like, good that you. Drama. Yeah. Or, yeah, I, we're happy with kind of the outcome of it all. Yeah, when we first started like taking the meetings, that's what I, I'm really happy we did it with Access TV because they understood like, their music, they right? I mean, they're like a music focused channel. Right. When we first started doing it, we had met with some other networks that were like trying to make us into like, characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And they're trying to, you know, trying to do that typical like formulaic type of reality TV, which is not really our style. We're just trying to show people who we are and what we can do mm-hmm. that's so, yeah. cool yeah they did a great job on it we were happy with it was it something my last question on this i'm just curious was it something like you wake up in the morning and they, like they were already like in your house filming or like how oh, did yeah. did they just let themselves in like how does this they, work they, uh, yeah i would just walk downstairs and they're already there so oh that's I'm, funny i'm happy to have so many people in my family so it'd be like you know, they weren't completely focused on me all the time. Right. And this <laughs> is, is really outgoing. So she was always down to when other, when everybody in the family, like sometimes everybody would be like, man, I don't want to film today. Just would be like, all right, I'm getting out there. I'll just try to do something because it wasn't scripted or anything. So something right. would come to the house and they'd be like, all right, like, what are you doing today? Oh, uh, you're so like, I'm just going to stay in my room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of doing that at first. And, uh, yeah, you get used to it. And then, you know, once we became friends with the crew. And so once you know the person behind the camera, it kind of helps, you know, mm-hmm. it's more uh, just feels like it's just like more friendly and just a sure. better atmosphere. Yeah, yeah I'm really it's glad. Cool. That's a cool experience to have and always to have those, you know, those moments to look back on. I mean, it's recorded, yeah. right? That's kind of yeah. cool to see. Watch yeah. some old tape of your memories, dad and stuff. Family memories and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my dad was was super funny on it. I remember there was this one episode where he like he was golfing and then he, like threw the golf club and it just goes flying. <laughs> I don't know, just like stuff like that just gets me. It just cracks me up. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was always just kind of. It was a fun fun show. We had a lot of fun doing it, and it's um it's cool because I I every now and then I'll go out and I'll see people they recognize me from the show and they'll be like oh you remind me of 
my family and you know my family's crazy too and that's mm. that's what it's all about you know we sure were, that's <laughs> so cool that's so, awesome that's yeah, awesome it, it's great that people resonated with it and they were able to uh get something out of it as well so, for sure yeah well um so you i want to talk to you about blue well you have another record coming out right you, you yeah yeah releasing songs but with blue that came out last year during mm-hmm. was that out pre-pandemic or did you put it out after uh, everything released, had locked down? Uh, we released like a we re-released it. So I released Blue at first, um, like independently. Oh, and okay. I got a distribution deal with Universal Music, and so mm-hmm. we we re-released the deluxe edition. So I think that was during the pandemic. But... Okay. So when did the first r- variation of it come out then? Twenty um, nineteen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we took that down after like just because I got signed like kind of quickly after that. So I took it down pretty quickly. And then okay, because I yeah, I was going to say the only version I've seen is the deluxe version. Maybe we took the we took the original down because like we wanted to add more songs and stuff like that because I added the song fly to it as well. Oh, okay. uh, because I was just making so many songs that I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, all right, well, um, you know, I, I, I was kind of. Listen, I already have my third album kind of mapped out and I don't know uh-huh. if it's going to be like a double album or whatever. Cause I, it's like during the pandemic, I was making so many songs. Uh-huh. So with this one, I wanted to just kind of, I felt like it wasn't complete with uh, you know, I just wanted to add some more songs and kind of really uh, get it to where I wanted it to be. Sure. Okay. So did the pan, I want, I'm curious to know where you're at when the pandemic happened. I mean, you just signed this deal. Did you, was there like big plans to, tour this blue album now that you're on universal music and then everything kind of went uh we hadn't even started planning because like there's like the whole you know there's like a there's a couple months that are already kind of like a dead period in the music industry during the the winter time and everything Mm -hmm. so uh we were kind of just picking it up and and right when we started picking up it was like boom everything got shut down and and uh you know for me it's just i uh I just stayed home and just worked on my craft and made more songs. And that was, uh, you know, it was kind of a good for me at least because I was able to, uh, is it like making songs is really kind of uh, what I love to do the most. And mm-hmm. there's going to be a time where I probably won't have the luxury to even have the, this, this time to spend at home and make music. So happy that I was able to do that. Sure. Were you able to write pretty much this whole record or was, or some of these songs older or a lot of it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was able to write. um, Yeah. I got this whole record done and then I think it's, I think I might have two records done actually, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't, (laughs) it's like, I'm, I'm kind of planning which songs are going where every, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm in that process right now and uh, you know, lining up the track list and everything like that. I love that. Is it going to be, are you going to release it slowly as like singles and kind of like how people are doing now where it's basically yeah. like a single game kind of let every song breathe or is it yeah. come out swinging with a, with a record? Uh, I'd like to do the record, but right now I'm just going single by single because mm-hmm. on this record, there's a lot of different types of styles that I'm going after. Mm-hmm. So I think of, I used to be just huge on just going with the record because I grew up with like records and you know, right, yeah, something like, about the full album, right? Yeah. And, uh, but now, ever since I've been releasing more singles, I noticed that the songs get more shine, you know, mm-hmm. individually. When I get to like, I think of it as like kind of like show and tell. If you're just holding like all of these things all at once, it's, some things might get like hidden and like you know they won't be able to get shown as much as opposed to just holding one song at a time and you mm-hmm. know people get to see everything 
that that's in it and everything like that. So that's I cool. think right now I'm just going single by single and um, it's been good. And we'll see um, maybe an album later in the year. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The first one that you've put out is tripping. Is that the, or no loss was lost. Yeah. single. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Trippin that was the most recent one. Yeah. And loss was like at the very beginning of quarantine. And so, you know, I, uh, people really resonated with that because I felt like everybody was kind of on, on their own desert island at the time. Everybody was just trying their best to communicate like like what we're doing right now over Zoom and everything. Like right. That. And just, you know, everything was kind of getting restructured and everyone's just rolling with it and trying to do our best and uh, still trying to make progress in our lives and everything like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, uh, the, and that song was another one like um, my videos lately have just been kind of my uh crew i got like a small crew of, of people like helping with these videos and stuff but that one was kind of just really run and gun uh spur of the moment which i loved doing so oh cool yeah, yeah. so the, the, you were able to shoot the video during this you know lockdown ish so to speak too yeah that one we just kind of like shot it at a couple spots like one of them uh in ojai kind of on this like hiking trail oh cool and on the, the other one was at the beach and so like at nighttime but uh, yeah, it was really fun uh, making the video. It was like really spur of the moment. And we just planned it that day and we just got out and my buddies had their cameras and we made it happen. And I did the editing and I, I kind of wanted to be kind of like this, uh, you know, uh, almost VHS looking kind of aesthetic to it. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun making it. That's awesome. And I love the video for tripping, too, because it's oh, yeah. it's. It almost not has that. It has that old time feel to it. Like at yeah. least the lighting, like the the coloring and the in the lighting, and then the, your obviously yeah. your glasses are tripping out and stuff like that. Was that something? Like, tell me about that song and that that video as well. So that one was like a really uh, my my family's always been huge Beatles fans. I'm actually named after like the Beatles song uh, "Oba Di Oba Da." Are and you really? His name is Lennon. So yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't know. It's funny, and I'm. Not to talk about myself, but my sister is named after my sister's name is Abby after oh, Abby nice. Rose. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't get a cool name. Adam wasn't in the Beatles, was but my <laughs> my dad named my sister after. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome. And so that for that uh the visuals, I really was going for this kind of like yellow submarine vibe. Sure. I didn't people, put that together. Yeah, the people that did the visuals, they've been they've done all my lyric videos and so we've worked together so much that they totally understand my vision when I, sometimes I'll just email, email them this like crazy idea and they'll put it together and they, they make it exactly like how I picture it in my head. And it's like, wow, cool. But uh, yeah, they did so great on that. And uh, we filmed that one out in Joshua tree. That was another kind of like run and gun thing, but we planned that because we had to like build the door out in the desert. We left oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. And you show a little behind the scenes of that on your Instagram, right? The, yeah, and then yeah. like, I love like the Photoshop thing that's showing like how the, the elements were built on Photoshop. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just, uh, that was really cool to do. Cause we just, I did all the editing and then I sent it off to them and then they put all the animation over it and stuff like that. And when they brought it back to me, I was like, wow, this is, this is a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it is too. It's sick. Yeah, so you, uh, you edit your own videos too then. Yeah. Yeah. I I've learned, um, just from because I, I do all the producing for my music as well. Mm -hmm. So some of those programs kind of overlap. Little, yeah, totally. Like, you know, the video program and the audio program that I use. And so I just, uh, you know, it takes time to go through the footage. But other than that, it's not like extremely complicated. I'm not doing anything in like After Effects or anything like that. But, right. 
but it's still, I mean, just, I guess, knowing timing and, and like being yeah. in the music, like for, I, I've, that's one thing I can do well is edit and, but I'm not, a, I can, I can record my voice and like kind of manipulate it, but I don't know, like, I know a little, like the basic end of like EQing of like just vocally, but like when it comes to anything else, like recording drums and all that, like, I'm sure like it does transfer over a bit, but you, obviously you have a lot more knowledge when it comes to that end of it. Yeah, there's just always something to learn. I mean, that's what I love about the video world too, is uh, it's all coming together. And, uh, you know, it's like, because usually, or before I used to just think of the video stuff as kind of just like beyond me, you know, and just mm -hmm. like, it was, I didn't really, you know, know exactly where to even begin. But now, since I've been doing it, um, the music videos are coming to me easier now and I can kind of like visualize everything and figure out how to get from A to B and and uh, make things happen now, which is really cool. Like now we're already having a bunch of videos planned out right now uh, at the moment, so. Uh, like you said, your brother's gonna be in the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're looking forward to uh, just making more videos and and sharing it with everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. I love the acoustic video you did for tripping too. Is that shot in that room you're sitting in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say, <laughs> like, after watching the video, I'm looking at you and I'm like, why did that board looks familiar? And then now I remember, okay, it was in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just did like a little three camera shoot over here and just like set three cameras up in the tripod. And I just cut between the three cameras. And, it's great. It's yeah. a rad video. And I love the version of the song too. Yeah, I wanted to bring it back to like what it was like when I was first creating the song. And, kind of give them a more raw intimate version of the song and because mm -hmm. i i feel like that's that's one thing when when uh, people want to hear like a performance of the song sometimes you can just give like a, a bunch of different versions and variations of it which is uh it's an interesting take on it which uh mm -hmm. i really enjoyed doing it it's rad and then is that is who's playing is that cajon somebody's playing there, oh, yeah, or? matt yeah matt rayner yeah he's uh he actually was on tour with jack johnson and uh, wow. he, he was my dad's friend as well. So, uh, yeah, he's he's a great dude. And he's kind of like our our surf guru kind of buddy. And so whenever we need to like he's always got these great locations for, for example, for the last video, he's the one that really um, took us to those places. So a lot of those are kind of pretty secluded areas and really you know, pretty. Uh, yeah like pretty low key places but I didn't know about them. And Matt was like, Hey, I got this place. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's the man when it comes to all that stuff. And he'll, he'll like help you find like a nice, like private beach and all that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the video, man. And I love the songs that you're putting out there. They're amazing. And then the most, the new one that you have, what is coming out at the end of this month or or not, uh, not the end, uh, like in like two less than two weeks, right? Yeah, Give me all yeah. you got. Yeah. The calendar was like, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that one's Give Me All You Got. And uh that one I, I intended to make more like more of a pop song and stuff like that. And uh -huh. with this record, I'm really just trying to explore uh different genres and just having fun with it. Cause you know, we come from a rock background and stuff um, like yeah. that. Yeah. I love all all different types of music. And so I'm seeing how I can just like blend everything together and and we're having a lot of fun with it so yeah that's awesome that's awesome what about a live playing live have you had a chance to do that other than like the acoustic performances there like or is that something you're not um in the live, cards yet or we're um working i'm getting the band back together it's kind of like uh <laughs> you know anchorman he's like news team assemble you know, sure. that's kind of like, you know 
because it's like I write all the songs and then I show them the songs and then we and then we perform it. So mm-hmm. right now I'm in the process of showing them. I'm like, hey, here's the new record, guys. And like, whoa, <laughs> like this, you're taking some different turns on this one. But yeah, they really enjoy it. And this song's cool because it's very like upbeat and um, yeah, it, people seem to really enjoy it because it's got that kind of up tempo thing going on. Cool. I cannot wait to hear it. And then you said possibly a record. I mean, you have enough material for two records, but however you decide to roll it out. Yeah, yeah, because like right now I'm having fun just doing like a music video for each song Mm -hmm. and just letting each song have its shine. But um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe record at the end of the year. I love it. Well, Des, dude, thank you so much, man, for taking time out of your day to, to talk with me. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's been great talking to you. Yeah. I have one more question before I let you go. Uh, do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Uh, just work hard and uh, love what you do, you know, because that's the most important thing is is loving what you do. If, you, if you're not loving it, then uh, try to maybe figure something else out. <laughs> <laughs>